It's September 4th, 2020. Today we discuss lists. I am Michael Askins, Architect Taste Labs, and this is the Technology Architecture Solutions Engineering Show in the virtual studio with me is JG. How you doing? I'm doing great. And thank you for that, that post bumper that is going to be glorious. It's, it's like the best one I ever had, I think. <laughs> no, that's a lot of it. The whole thing will be censored out. It'll be like, beep. <laughs> no, before we kicked off, you're like, well, I'm going to do this and clickety click and click back and <laughs> typey type. And here we go. These are all right in. <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is, right? Mm, so yeah. what I, want to have a quick one uh, today, right? We're going to try to keep this one small, even though the topic is large. And and I think you caught it out right when we were collaborating beforehand about um, the agenda intent of the show. We were thinking about this is topic is more of a tech bit. If we're going to do like a how to what's where give a walkthrough and show how easy it is to wire up a list and a power app. And I did that very Pittsburgh style. If, if you haven't noticed, uh, layer in some automation on top of that, you know, things like that. So I'm thinking that um, what's super cool about what we're going to do today is a little more conceptual because uh, we all know what lists are and some don't. So let's give an overview of what it is. Let's talk through some use cases and some of the pre-builts that come with it. Um, a lot of people just kind of scratch their head at its its use because, you know, they're like, you have SharePoint, you have lists, or you have SQL and Azure, you have lists. And, and it, it got a little bit confusing for some people. And I had two calls in in the light of what was to happen today from some notices and mail and uh, mail, mail, news articles. I uh, saw that every tenant should have it now, I believe. It was released, what, a month or so ago? And every tenant should have it rolled out. And so it's kind of all over the news about this feature being out there and its use. And and some people are like, I understand what it is, but I don't understand why it is. So I figured let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, we talked about this when it was first being uh, conceptualized in, in um, uh, when was that? A couple months ago now. Yep. And, you know, we, we actually had that discussion of how is this going to be different than than SharePoint lists and SQL DBs and, and the like. So I think that, you know, like you said, as we were talking before this, it, I think it makes sense to do kind of a theoretical um, discussion, use case, um, stuff like that. And then maybe jump in with a tech bit later on um, once people kind of get their wheels turning on it and, and get their feet wet a little bit, at least from a theoretical perspective. Yep, agreed. Agreed. So, so you'll see this rainbow-colored square in your waffle or on your hamburger, depending on how you have your thing configured. You can get to it in multiple different places. Um, so, so you'll see this new new option appear and show up in your available apps for Microsoft Office 365. It's kind of rainbowy colored, um, and when you click on it, it it's uh, not oddly enough like. Actually, it looks like SharePoint, probably because it's based SharePointy. Um, so you have an option to look at you know any existing lists, and and I'll tell you my experience, which kind of it was kind of shocked me a little bit that it actually took a, a SharePoint list that I made recently. I didn't make in lists. I made it inside of SharePoint and it showed it as a Microsoft list. So, so that is something we're going to need to investigate is like, if you go in there, you might see some lists start to show up. Um, 
and that might be just a harvesting of lists inside of SharePoint, or it might be something else. Unless you know otherwise, um, I, that was unexpected behavior that I saw. Yeah, I think that it could be a, a artifact of the fact they're they're kind of switching it, and that was the first thing that caught my eye as I was I was actually doing some other things this morning and kind of haphazardly looking at this uh, before the show today. And it, that's one thing that caught my eyes is somebody that, that came from a pretty big modern workplace background. It's just SharePoint. <laughs> pretty much. That's really that. I mean, it literally is. If, if you're wondering how to use this, um, other than the fact that you're not in a SharePoint site, I mean, it's SharePoint, the quick edits there, uh, export to Excel, you know, the, yeah, power automate slash flow um, and you know the the power apps items that, I mean if you click new as I have it open here just created a test one they just copied the code from SharePoint it looks like um, you can edit the form uh, just like you can in updated versions of SharePoint I mean it's it's SharePoint so um, I think that the benefit kind of jumping into that, and, and we touched on this a number of shows ago now, is, you know, many people were like, okay, so what's the point? And I think the point's a couple things. Um, number one is they needed, they being Microsoft, needed a way to extrapolate a SharePoint list from a SharePoint site. And that's literally what lists are, right? So going with their team's first mentality, sure, you can still have SharePoint lists um, and, and integrate them into a team site. Um, but in order for them to be kind of teams first with that and not necessarily link it to a, a SharePoint site, um, they kind of extrapolated that a layer up. But I think what the funny thing is, is you can still associate that with a team, which in theory is still associating it with the SharePoint site. So it's really just a new front end is <laughs> really all this is um, because theoretically in the, in the back, in the background, in the back end, it's putting it on a SharePoint site somewhere. <laughs> it most definitely is. Cause if you look at the URL, it has your, whatever your tenant name is dash my dot SharePoint.com. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as with most, most things, 365 M365 um, based on SharePoint, period. Yep. Now, I don't have a problem with that. And, you know, there's some artifact to, you know, some people holding a grudge from what SharePoint used to be. And, you know, that's a topic for another day. That's maybe a, a pub episode where we throw the agenda against the wall and we just like start, you know, talking about controversial technology bits and, and kind of, you know, resurfacing the argument on it, or at least, uh, you know, giving a post, uh, post review on it. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, questioning that kind of a thing, you know, it's like people's approach to not use this because it's based on SharePoint. Um, so, you know, that, that skinning of it is good and all, but I think some of the messaging is, is there are backend things that were changed. Cause if it was just a skin, they, they would have been able to just rip this out in like no time. They wouldn't have had to have a staged rollout. So, so the way you get at the data is different. You can access that data as a list. You can access that data as a table. There's like so many different ways you can get at this stuff. And uh, I think that's where the value comes from. Whereas when you had a SharePoint list, you had to access it as a SharePoint and treat it as a SharePoint list. Oh, so there's to that to that to that topic. Or do you have a list open right now? One you can mess around with? 
I have a production list that tracks our it's a production list that tracks our uh, media and our podcast so all right well that's fine because I'm not gonna have you hit save we'll do something fun live that I'm sure you already did or maybe you did because they actually put a lot of information in there so if you have that list up click on add column and you know how you have the whole thing SharePointy single line of text multiple line of text etc click on more have you done oh, that yeah. yet? Yep. It just I brings have. up SharePoint. <laughs> SharePoint, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even like fake SharePoint. It's just SharePoint SharePoints. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right. I think they've uh, – this is not me saying bad Microsoft. You just extrapolated things because I think they're doing that with a lot of, of items in Teams, right? And I think that's a good thing. I think, you know, extrapolating that up a level and having Teams as your central – kind of touching point is maybe the theory they had with SharePoint to begin with. Um, but now they're putting all their eggs in the team's basket. And I think that's good. Um, it's modern approach. It's, it's what other customer, uh, not customers, other companies are doing. And it's, it's a, a modern good approach. I think, mm-hmm. um, that being said, they still have this huge monster called SharePoint that, yeah, despite of what you thought of it in the past, is very, 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 very powerful. So they're using the stuff that they did, rightfully so. It's it's their product and it's good. The pieces of it are good. It's just some of the execution that was um, potentially not great. Um, yeah, that that's some in some sure. people's opinion. Um, so they're using that and kind of extrapolating that up a level and and giving you uh, the ability to to use it. I actually used the service very similar to this back in the day in my googly days when I needed something like this. Um, what was it called? Now that I say it, I can't remember. It was a, oh, Airtable. Have you ever used oh, Airtable? Yeah, yeah. Airtable works with uh, Teams too. In fact, uh, today they updated how to turn off Microsoft lists and have Airtable as the, <laughs> as the, <laughs> the table of record for whatever use case that you would want to use that for but yeah that's that's i i've definitely heard of them uh, i've i've usually steered away from having services um that are too tangential but related just because of you know the the overlap and sometimes you mm-hmm. have a couple extra end user things that needs to be done so if you can streamline the process and you still get the same product and result that's kind of how right. i how i would lean um but that's interesting and, you know one of the funny things uh, and a funny peculiar um not funny haha and i you know and i won't say details or names to protect the guilty but you know i was i was enlisted um not too long ago to try to shutter a um, SharePoint practice. And I was like, yeah, we, you don't want to do that, you know, and not for our organization, for, for some other uh, company that enlisted me. So I was like, you don't want to do that. And they're like, why? It's just all this. Well, it's because we, we knew if you're cloud oriented, you knew that a lot of the things were built on SharePoint and that it was only not going to go away. It was going to get better with SharePoint online enhancements and the 365 M365, that whole realm. So like I stuck to my guns. I was like, you know, you need to keep this around and because it's, it's relevant. It's even more relevant now because if you know the back end and administration bits and all that kind of stuff, that makes this stuff that much easier for you, even though they like totally curate it to where it's super easy to do. But if you have special use cases or checks or things like that, that's all available still to you in for these platforms, which is, I think, uh, helpful in, in this way. And I really didn't even think of it until, you know, we started, um, I started jotting some notes down on like, okay, benefits. I was like, oh, you're going to talk about SharePoint lists for 50 minutes 
well, not 50. We planned for a half an hour, but we run long here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking like, well, you know, we I want to make this a value. So like, oh, yeah, here's li- here's lists. Go ahead. It's like really intuitive. Point and click. There's a bunch of pre-done stuff. We're done. End of show. Thank you. Have a good day. And here's our sponsor. That would be like really not cool because that's not doing the service of, of what this what this actually is in, in my mind. When you look at it from an enterprise architecture perspective, how this particular service is a value not sitting in SharePoint is, is that you abstract a bunch of that SharePoint administration, you enable uh, teams, you enable power apps, you enable whatever service you want to bind to this because this is open to be connected to, right? But then if you have those specialty use cases, that security abstraction uh, the bits that made you know the the uniqueness around the list itself are there. To your point, you hit the more, and you look at that screen, and it is that really granular, detailed things that you need to do to you know manage and run a SharePoint environment. But you can also have that say if you have that skill set, you it translates to this service, right? Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. I think that. Um... The thing that I always talked about, and by always, I mean, since I heard this came out a couple months ago, the benefit, I think, is that interlayer between I don't really want to put this in a SharePoint list because I don't want to spin up a site that just has this list in it. That seems like a lot of overhead for little return. Uh, And I don't want to put it in another site that I'm going to have to worry about, um, you know, security wrappers around. It's that interlayer between SharePoint lists, true SharePoint lists and uh, a SQL database for developing a power app. Um, so you can have Microsoft lists be kind of that that data backend that allows you to do things like um, more than an Excel spreadsheet, right? Where you're doing like pointers and this relates to this list and this table and, and what have you, but you don't have to have the, the SQL, SQL knowledge or expertise to do that in a, um, in a proper way uh, or what have you. So I think Microsoft lists is going to be for that niche customer that that wants data um, relating to one another, but not necessarily um, something as uh, as simplistic as Excel, but not something as complicated as as SQL. And I think a lot of customers are going to like that. Yeah, exactly. And the synapse that you just made fire in my head is is that in my mind, one of the use cases is if you have a complex power app and there's there's a layer of things that you want to have built into your application, like let's look up a user, let's let's do a you know a calculation on a field, um, let's do some sort of a pull forward or you know some other SharePointy thing. But then if you were to translate that into into SQL, you're either putting it on the on the on the front end that's going to do some sort of something and then populate something on the back end or you can have some back end SQL calculation to do that kind of stuff. So perfect use cases is commodity stuff um, that that you don't really want to have to worry about maintaining that table, user information, site information, all this normal stuff that is like, why build it out over and over again for all your different apps or build it out once and have some API that you have to call, but now you're maintaining and doing all that kind of stuff. If you use lists for that and you know a user is deprecated uh, because of what term 
termination, and I don't say termination as a boo fired as a that you quit or whatever, you move on, you get to a different department, your role changes, and you don't have access. That access and all that stuff filters all right through those lists, right? And then therefore it filters through to your application. So you can have your enterprise pals of data, you can have your your power app binding to your SQL tables, or maybe you have some sort of a, a process where you're offloading some data to something so you can present it to people in the field or remote workers, what have you. You don't have to build out those connections and maintain that security bits. It's there. And, and it is also all backed by graph. So things that you can grab and graph and move forward, you're now moving forward into your application and then populating other things. And breathe. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. And something, you know, the a synapse that fired in my mind is I'll use a real world example of, of this being a perfect use case. You and I, um, actually me more than you, but you tangent, tangentially uh, were, were involved at a previous organization where we were tasked with building a, a power app um, for a certain customer, um, that the customer was a really, really growing, fastly growing customer, but it was such a, a niche market that there wasn't many employees, but they were doing really, really well. Um, I think that you know what I'm talking about. And the hint um, for you is is my background picture here and what they <laughs> helped fix. Yeah, for um, sure. So something that, that was an issue with that was their data was too complicated for an Excel spreadsheet. It would just destroy the Excel spreadsheet. Um, and, and quite frankly, wouldn't work because you would need so many complex functions that it would just be, it, it, it's not good. But it was sort of, not it was too unique almost for SQL as well because as we were trying to normalize the database it presented issues with how they wanted to present that data um, and it got to really complicated SQL queries that that just didn't make sense and I think that that this announcement is is kind of the best of both worlds because even in you know true SharePoint lists it was kind of complicated to you know create all the different lists in a, in a site but then move it to a different site for a different view and a different set of permissions and then having people interact with that versus the power app we were trying to put on top of that was just kind of a mess uh, and trying to teach somebody that's non-technical how to update a SQL a database to add a new you know whatever is you know complicated in its own right so um, I think that this is a is a great answer for that type of customer that it's like I want relationships in my data and I know Excel can handle that, but I don't know. It's, 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 you'll know it when you see it kind of thing. Like this is robust. It's, just like, it's very robust. It's super robust and also more simplistic. I mean, even more so than Excel, I think you, it's more point and click. It's more gooey. It's, it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds. So um, I'm excited for that type of customer because I think that'll really help. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know, one of the things I find uh, find comforting in in this, and, and this is one of those ones I've been chirping about because I just wanted to kind of get my hands on it. You know, I'm I'm constantly coming up with ideas, and I want to throw something against the wall, and you know, it's not it's not great every time you want to have this unique concept to you know build out a, a SharePoint 
team and like go down that path and then oh i have this list here and then you have all this artifact laying around and then you stand up like maybe a maybe a, a, a development or a, you know kick the tires or you know an applied sciences kind of a thing where you're just like okay i'm gonna have this one we'll put all the junky let's play with it lists there and then all of a sudden it's just like you're just consuming and wasting and i, I just like the, i like the thinness of it i like the execution of it i like the ability for for as the use uh, without restating the use case you just mentioned it puts powerful things in the hands of of people uh, that don't necessarily need to have you know it experience to the nth degree uh, but it also satisfies pro dev pro devs you know saves them time and it gives them the ability to have some quick lists st- stood up you know connecting in with services that are that are on that it just solves a lot in my mind and i know they're excited about it when they announced it and, and i fully expect that there's going to be a lot of noise around this uh in a couple weeks at ignite um which we will be attending so uh stay tuned you know, as, a, as a complete side sidebar here stay tuned to all our media and listen to uh um our commercials and some of the stuff we're posting out there. There's some really cool stuff that our organization day job wise is going to be doing for Ignite. So stay close to this space, but um, stay back, back at the, the main topic is, is it satisfies your, your citizen developer, your citizen report writer, your pro dev, your pro report writer. It just satisfies everybody in some capacity, no matter how little or how small. And that's, that's the value of it. The other thing I will um, kind of caution listeners is this is a super powerful tool. Um, you know, it's it's going to be great for a lot of UK use cases, like I just mentioned. Don't underestimate the the power of, of C. This isn't a SQL replacement, right? So, you know, there is going to be a line in the sand where you say, okay, this, uh, this list is no longer suitable for me. Um, you know, it's great. It's awesome. I think it's super powerful. I think it's robust. Um, but still in the back of your mind, try to plan or, or think through your data enough to, to understand if this is something that needs to be as largely scalable and, and even more robust like SQL, or is it something that can live in a list or is it something that can live in an Excel sheet? You know, if you're doing something super easy, super quick, maybe that makes more sense for you. Um, so still keep in mind, you know, even with this announcement that there are, um, there, or there is, I should say, a, a line in the sand where you should say, okay, we're going to put this into SQL. Um, still very, very relevant, of course. Absolutely. That's my, that's my one for the day. <laughs> that was your first one. I know. I know. This is going to be a quick one. So we just wanted to kind of touch on this. We know it's releasing. Um, we've, we've been trying to be sensitive to people's time uh, to try to give some smaller content as opposed to our normal long blathering. So uh, is there anything else on this topic you want to bring up? Uh, again, stay tuned um, to, to our, our shows because I have a feeling that very, very, very soon, we're going to do a tech bit on this. Um, we're going to have two coming out in September. We're going to have a tech bit on this, likely. Um, give you a good insight into some of the some of the normal stuff. You know, you got you, you hardcore SharePoint people. You're going to eye roll, be like, yes, I've seen people. But you know what? There's some things to keep in mind. And also, you know, once you shove this off to a power app and then maybe you make a change and there's, you know, you need to come back and revisit that. So that might be something that we need to need to include in that tech bit. Some of those integration bits. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I wanted to jump in and kind of give an overarching uh, 
talk on it uh, a little bit because I do think it's been a it's been a minute since we've discussed it. Um, so it's good to kind of discuss it again and, and kind of get people's mind back on it because it was a while since since it was announced. Um, but yeah, I think this totally justifies a more more robust conversation around it. And I think that tech bit will be coming up coming up very soon. So keep keep uh, keep your ears out for that one. Sorry, the uh, cheese it's toasty got the best of me right there. <laughs> Powering God, through a Friday cheese. afternoon with a cheese it toasty. <laughs> that's, a, that's an that episode title right there, right? <laughs> that one's for free. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not a sponsor. In fact, we should sponsor them for as many boxes of cheese it's I go through. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, I think we're at the end for today. Um, thank everyone for coming. Look in the show notes. Um, today's sponsor is going to be Taze Labs day job. And uh, we're going to have some stuff being posted around uh, Ignite coming out. So really, I said it before, just a couple minutes ago, truly stay tuned to this space. Uh, we have a lot of people with a lot of really cool creative things that we're looking to do. And a lot of uh, content specifically around that event that we're going to be dropping that week. So uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, JG. Any final words? We good? Nope, they're good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right, thanks, everyone. Bye. Today's show is produced by Mr. Wentworth, directed by Michael Askins. Graphics and artwork provided by Art by Sophia, edited by Mr. Wentworth. Visit the show notes for terms and conditions. Screw this power out. Close you. Leave. Go away. You dirty power app. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So we're recording there. I can throw this down here. I can throw this down there. Throw this up here. Click on that there. Scroll, 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 click. Select. And then I spin this down to here and I say it.